Hey everybody, welcome back to the Depths of Music podcast, the podcast by kids for kids? Okay, joking aside, you saw the title, you saw what we are talking about today. Let me explain myself. So, I'm going to tell you a story. So, I was thinking about what the next episode of the podcast would be. I was looking at some of the new releases and there was a lot I was excited for and a lot of cool stuff coming out, specifically like the new Mastodon. Um... But I wasn't sure how much the audience, you guys, would care or specifically how much in-depth I wanted to like look at those specific records. Because obviously they're worth going in-depth about, but I just really wasn't feeling it at the time. So I felt like, well, if there's one thing the internet loves, it's when content creators torture themselves for entertainment value. And I've been thinking about doing this for a while and... Seeing that this new Kids Bob album came out uh, definitely piqued my curiosity. So I, I took a listen to a few tracks. A few tracks we're going to go over today. Because uh, I don't know if you know, but this whole album's like two hours. It's like a three disc. This is like some Pink Floyd, The Wall type crap. So I figured it would be fun because I, I, had, a t- I had an experience listening to these. I, I feel like, you know... There's not a lot of podcasters or music critics who are going to talk about the new kids bop. So I, I, I'm curious, you know, as, as the year's beginning to wrap up and eventually once, you know, it's November right now, it just started when I'm recording, people are going to start making their preemptive end of year lists or whatever. So I figured, you know what, you know what will really cover the biggest hits of the year is kids bop. <laughs> God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Um... So, I just wanted to do this for fun, because I think this is entertaining. Uh, I'm going to put the full disclaimer that I'm not here to just get on this for an hour and make fun of children. Um, I have nothing against the actual kids' bop performers. I just find it really funny. The song choices, the way that the songs are structured, some of the censorship choices are really funny. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna dive into this, have a good time with this together. So sit back and relax, because I listened to Kids Bob 2022, so you don't have to. All right, so the first song we got here is actually one that is not uh, unfamiliar to the podcast. Actually, there's a good bit of songs that you will see on this list that we have done before. Uh, first off is Olivia Rodrigo's "Good for You." So I reviewed this in my first episode back months and months ago when I did Sour. And my my opinion on this song, I don't exactly remember what I said about it back then, but I can tell you now that I think this is the best song off that record. I think it is a song I am glad is the big hit it is, that it's overtaken things like Deja Vu, Driver's License, Brutal. I think it's the best song on the record. Uh, I think the Paramore lawsuit thing is stupid i don't think they need to have the writing credit on it i know that Haley williams doesn't think they need to have the writing credit on but you know how music publicity be so good for you is a good song and honestly it's one that makes sense as a kids pop song it's sung by a 17 year old um so having it be sung by seven year olds is not that much of a stretch and considering it's not a whole lot of expletives in this it should be a pretty safe choice. Pretty popular one with the kids. So, honestly, I feel like because of that, this cover goes over decently well for a kids' bop cover. 
And when I say well, like whenever I say a cover goes over well in this episode, I'm they're never as good as the original, but it like isn't like uh, openly offensive to me. Uh, the only issue is that Kids Bop has their singers; they direct their kids choir to sing in the same way every time. They are applying the same style to all these different hits, which are very different. And one of the most important things about Good For You in the entirety of Sour is Olivia Rodrigo's personality on the microphone and that delivery. Good For You especially is a song that's very biting, it's very bitter. So having these kids just kind of kind of one note singing over this thing kind of defeats a lot of the energy in Good For You. And her teenage drama that she sings about in the lyrics comes across a little weirder when it's sung by children. When they're talking about getting left by their girlfriend and, oh, I hope that therapist she found for you, she really helped. You're like, bro, you're 10. Not saying that 10-year-olds might not need therapists. They absolutely could. But it's 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 just, it's very different uh, hearing some of these lyrics come out of a child. But, you know, that's kind of the point. Um, interesting censorship here. So... Kids Bop is a collective. It's a band, I guess band, it's a group, in the in the biggest sense of the word. And by that I mean they don't even let one member have one verse. Like, for example, we're going to get to this later, but there's no one dedicated rapper in Kids Bop. There's nobody to get attached to because, you know, these are all kids. And Kids Bop has been around as a group longer than I've been alive. I have a Kids Bop single CD that I got from McDonald's back in like 2008. Kids Bop has kept switch changed kids all the time. And while I'm sure there are some people that are kind of, you know, the adults behind the machine, because Kids Bop is kind of not really a band that really has too much of an identity, even though they kind of portray that a little bit later, or they try to portray that later. We'll see. It's a little weird. So you have all these songs, especially like the Olivia Rodrigo songs uh, on this that we're going to get to this one in Driver's License, where it's explicitly in the original sung by one person. In the Kids Bob version, every few lines the kid changes. So that kind of throws off the original meaning of the song. Also, because they do that, they choose a lot of times, they will sometimes omit like gendered specific words for example the line now you can be a better man for your brand new girl is now now you can be a better one for your brand new girl which is weird that they admitted man and not girl that's a weird choice i don't exactly know why they did that um but still um they also uh censored uh god um like when like an oh my god or whatever um which is hilarious because you know no saying god's name in vain in this good christian household god bless kids bob um the other thing is i actually think some of these instrumental recreations go out pretty decent the bass especially in this song is really big it's really high up in the mix and i think it's actually a little bit higher than it is in the original song it's actually a pretty nice touch the distorted section also before the final chorus uh is 
pretty bad. The ending guitars sound like a really bad stock sound effect. And of course, if you scroll down to the bottom of Apple Music, you do get that Paramore writing credit. God, God bless. So Good For You starts this album off on a decent enough note. And uh, once again, I mentioned we're not going to be going by this track by track. I picked out like eight or nine songs I wanted to talk about. So this is not a full album review, but if you want to... Uh, let me know your full thoughts on the full album if you are a Kids Bob connoisseur, then uh, definitely let me know about that. So next up we got Levitating uh, by Dua Lipa and DaBaby, but this is not the DaBaby version. Uh, there's no rap verse on this because number one, it's Kids Bob, and number two, uh, I don't know if they'd want to attach themselves to DaBaby after all the public controversy he's been in. So, Levitating in general. So, Future Nostalgia is like one of my favorite albums of 2020 like i when it was up for album of the year the grammys it lost to folklore which folklore is probably like the objectively better record but future nostalgia was one of the most fun records in a year that did not have a lot of fun like that is a dancing classic get you on your feet record from front to back and there are a few moments i think toward the end where it stumbles but for the most part, it is an incredibly good record. It shows so much promise for Dua Lipa as an artist. It made me a fan. I'm so excited for whatever she has next. So Future Nostalgia is great. And this is another one that I think also kind of makes sense for Kids Bop. It is a dance song. It's a party song. It is relatively clean. It is, you know, not something that is way out of their realm of comfort, you know. For Kids Bop... In my opinion, it's best for them to play their strengths. And they do this for levitating. They're going to kind of get outside of that box. And that's when things start to kind of fall apart. Honestly, I don't know why, but I feel like the, the intro feels like it's like pitched up a half step. Like it's Nightcore or something like that. Um, I don't know why they did that. Uh, once again, just like in Good For You, the bass is really big on this song. It's loud, it's fun, and with another great bass line like Levitating has, that's definitely not a bad thing. Uh, I feel like it's an overall passable recreation of the vocals, except it's missing one of my favorite elements, and that's the robotic like vocoder background vocals that accompany uh, Dua's vocals in the chorus. It's one of my favorite parts, and I wish that they had that in. Uh, they make another really weird censorship choice. Uh, the the one of the, you know the line that went viral on TikTok, the "You want me, I want you, baby," is now "I like you, you like me, baby," which is weird because I didn't know that they needed to censor the word "you want," and we're gonna see that uh, they don't always censor that. So I don't really know why they did it here. Also, considering that is such a like well-known part of the song, it is extra noticeable so that makes no sense uh they changed the uh lyric baby i can take you for a ride to baby i can take us for a ride which like i, I get baby i can take you for a ride there's there's a connotation there uh, baby i can take us for a ride isn't much better it's still kind of weird that's another one that like i don't i don't know if you really needed to change that maybe they were just changing it enough to you know have at least some differences in all the songs um the only thing that 
really bugs me again is they cut that whole my love is like a rocket watch it blast off like that that bridge in the middle before the final chorus they cut that entire section out maybe because there would be too many lyrics to censor there i mean it's probably the most inappropriate part of the song but i don't even think it's that bad um and unfortunately i think that kills a lot of the pacing of this version that whole section taking the whole section out of the song is always going to mess with the way that the original artist intended to pace it and i thought that that way that uh bridge happens and then we go into the final chorus is a really great part of the original and kind of cutting that out and then smashing the rest of it together just feels really awkward and especially as somebody who knows this song well and expecting it to be there and it's not there it's really weird i wish they would have just retooled it a little bit um there are also uh auto-tuned male vocals on the final chorus i think this is their attempt at doing the robotic thing but it is oh it is bad it is it is not good that's the thing these kids can actually sing they do not need auto-tuned or to be vocoded, and if they do, they just need to do it better. So next up, uh, we, you know, we've talked about two songs that keep kids bop relatively in their range. Let's get out of their range. Uh, and another second timer on the podcast, this is Montero by Lil Nas X. Uh, this is what inspired this episode because Lil Nas X posted the lyrics to this on his story because these are... This is a song that I think everybody knows the story behind Montero if you don't listen to my episode about Montero. But everybody knows that this song is going to be a little bit more legwork to censor than what we've heard before. I get that it's a huge song and that Lil Nas X is a huge artist that definitely probably has a pretty young fan base in a lot of ways considering like how much kids liked Old Town Road when that first came out, but now that he's kind of moving in this direction, I know that's probably not his intention to have a kid's fan base, but I get why, like, demographically, Kids Bop would choose this, but this is a hard song to Kids Bop. Also, I feel like both of the other Lil Nas X singles were better choices. I feel like, like, Industry Baby would have been better. Sun Goes Down would have been better what i want would have been better all of them would have been better than this but i have a feeling especially considering these first few singles that we get this was finalized this track list was finalized very early in the year um because we are pretty much only getting like the biggest hits of 2021 up till like the spring and there is a noise outside that i'm going to hit if it does not stop interrupting my recording session <sighs> Man can't even podcast in peace these days. Anyways, so we first get into it, and it starts on a really bad note. That acoustic guitar intro is so bad. It sounds terrible here. I don't know what they did. It sounds like a steel pan, like a really bad steel pan. There is nothing wrong with that acoustic guitar intro there is acoustic guitar on the rest of this song that is played in the kids bob version and there is plenty of actually somewhat decent recreations of instrumentals i don't know why they made this choice but it sounds awful like it is it is bad bad i think it's probably the most baffling instrumental choice made on this entire record that i've heard so far um the uh line so there's a lot of lines that had to be changed to this right this this is a song about gay sex and 
Kids Bob cannot make a song about gay sex. So they have to change a lot of lines, but still, there's still really questionable choices here, in my opinion. Uh, was hoping I could catch you throwing smiles in my face is changed to with a smile on your face, which maybe the original is an innuendo that I just do not get because I'm stupid, but that doesn't feel like much of a change to me and not really something I needed. Um, and I, I get why they changed the lyric, you're cute enough to with me tonight to you're cute enough to you're sorry you're cool enough to hang with me tonight but like that is hysterical i mean that is so funny to me uh it's it's, it's that classic kids pop man you take that really dirty song you make it squeaky clean and it's 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 good family fun man this is this is the non-satan version you know there's that satan extended version this is non-satan version that this is that good this is that good Christian household version. Um, the line, uh, "You ain't live, you live in the life, but you, but you ain't living right," turns into, "You live in the life, but yeah, you gotta live it right." Another line that, like, I, I get that you can't say the N word that was in that original one, but it's another one that. You know, you're living the life, but you ain't living right. You could just change to, you're living the life, but yeah, you ain't living right. And it would mean the same thing, but they changed it. I don't know. I feel like that was another change that was a little unnecessary. I get retooling some of the words, but it was still kind of weird. Um, also, the whole section right before the chorus is really the part that changes the meaning of the song because they have to change a lot of the references. They have this whole, you know, in the original, it's, you know, I'm not Faye's only here to sin. If you Eve ain't in, if Eve ain't in your garden, you know that I can. Call me when you know that you can. Call me when you want. Call me when you need. This new version is, I'm not phased. I'm only here to win. If you're in the garden, you know that you can. Like, it makes no sense now. And I get that they had to take this out. But the issue, I, I think, with censoring these songs, I mean, because all these albums have clean versions. But I feel like by taking that out, you fundamentally, like, I don't get what this song means anymore. The whole idea of the Evane in your garden so I can come in is a multifaceted reference on the part of Lil Nas X. And now that you change it to, you know, I'm not phased, I'm only here to win. If you're in the garden, you know, if you ain't in the garden, you know that I can. It's like, it makes no sense anymore. The garden line makes no sense without the Eve part. That's the other half to that reference. So why not just change the whole line to make sense? It's another weird kind of stylistic choice, but, you know, they probably have a smarter reason than I do. Um, the, uh, instead of shoot a child in your mouth while I'm riding, to put a smile on your face while we're dining is incredible. Another great classic Kids Bob line. Um, they kept the line, God, is, God was shining on me, so proving that it is okay to say God in a Kids Bob record, but saying the Lord's name in vain is not okay. So that's kind of the 
clarification on that. Also, they remove all references to Boy from this very version, where Lil Nas specifically references that this is a song directed at a man. They remove all of that and replace those with gender-neutral terms, which is not that bad because I would I would say, oh, is this kid's bot being homophobic, but they also replaced girl in the other song the olivia rodrigo song it's just wildly inconsistent and i don't really get what they're trying to do with that but i i get you know kids bop is probably not an organization that wants a lot of controversy so i get why they would remove the references to the gay parts of this song even though that is fundamentally what this song is about so why even choose this song in the first place it's, it's just not a good choice of song. I just wish they would have kept some of that original context in because this is one of the songs I feel like gets stripped most of what it originally means by dumbing it down to this Kids Bob version. Um, there's also the line, Never want the people that's in my league, um, which is weird because that is a lyric change. They say, Never want the people which is weird because they censored want in You Want Me, I Want You Baby in the Dua Lipa song. So why is it okay here and not in the Dua Lipa song? It doesn't really make any sense to me. Um, also, the Tell Me You Love Me in Private line is not a line I thought they would let fly, but they did. Also, their recreation of Lil Nas X's little mumbled outro that he does at the back end of this song is hysterical. <laughs> it's it's so bad. It it doesn't it doesn't work. There's some some of these eccentricities. I like when they try to add the personality, like A for effort, but it never goes over well. It never goes over well. So next up, uh, we're we're back with Miss Olivia. If you missed her, third uh, second timer. For the podcast, I, I believe no, we got we got one more second timer uh, left, but we got driver's license uh, because that's another giant hit off this album. Just like the f- uh, good for you, I feel like this is a fine song to kids pop. This is probably less inappropriate than that, except for like the one f bomb that you can easily just not put in, and it's a song that you can pretty easily instrumentally recreate. My biggest thing, a lot of my criticisms of Good For You roll over to Driver's License for the Kids Bop version. First of all, it's funny because none of these kids can drive. Um, So they're thinking about getting their driver's license even though they're like 10 and they can't even get a learner's permit yet. Um, The stylistic choices still here are kind of weird. The instrumental is mostly a one-to-one recreation but they have the gang vocals which is common all over this thing the, the whole group singing they have the group entirely sing uh the because you said forever now i drive alone past your street which is when the instrumental cuts out typically olivia just sings that very solemnly and then the final and then the chorus breaks in the idea of having an entire group of kids sing that completely ruins the intimate emotional impact that that line is supposed to have on the song. It's this like, you said forever, now I drive alone past your street. That's like the gut punch of this whole story that he promised her forever and now she drives alone. That's your gut punch that carries you into your chorus and having the whole group sing it 
in the tone of voice they do because once again they don't sing this too differently than they sing good for you which is a very different song it's about the same situation yes but it's very different approaches to this situation and by singing this all the same way they rob it of the emotional impact that the original has and once again a lot of these songs i mentioned the driver's license and and good for you and levitating aren't bad songs to kids bop but then at the end of the day if they're already mostly clean then why kids bop them in the first place i mean i get it that people will always buy these records that's fine but the, the whole idea even if i was a parent just doesn't personally make sense to me but once again you know no hate towards the people over at kids bop they're they're making a lot of money they've been very successful for longer than i've been on this earth and for that they must be doing something right so who am i to judge uh the uh you know i still love you instead of the i still effing love you is a example of an actual like good lyric change you know i mentioned that in earlier that there's pretty much that's the one explicit part of the song that they had to change and they changed it into something that i think most kids would not be able to tell is an easy change um that final line in the chorus when they go guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me they have in the final chorus it's like the second to last line there's a weird pitch change they change the pitches of the melody the melody is still the same but they change the pitch and it's weird and i don't know why they did it but it's weird and it sounds weird um but once again this is a cover that i think is fine as a cover uh, I think it doesn't have the impact. It's a watered-down version of the original, but it's not, like, hilariously bad like the next song we're going to get to. Because the next song is pretty funny. But also, once again, Driver's License is still one of those songs after listening to, reviewing publicly, and then just reflecting on Sour, another song I still am not that impressed by in the long term. I think that there are so many better songs off that record, and I get that they did this because it was the hit, but regardless, I was not holding Driver's License in a very sacred ground, so this version doesn't really hurt my feelings that much. Alright, next up, we got Astronaut in the Ocean by Mast Wolf. Uh, here's the thing about Astronaut in the Ocean. My thoughts going to Astronaut in the Ocean were this. Kids Bop can't make these lyrics worse, because this is, like, one of the worst sets of lyrics of the year. I do not like the lyrical aspect of this song. There are so many corny white dude bars in this thing. This is... Ugh. I don't... I don't get this song. Well, I get this song. I get this song. This song is popular because it's got a great hook and it's got a great beat. But the verses completely fall flat on their face. Uh, Mass Wolf is a Christian rapper. You can kind of tell by uh, what he talks about. And the song is loosely related to Jesus in a kind of courtesy call kind of way. But this this song is just... This is the makings of a one-hit wonder. I have not heard anything from Mass Wolf since of note and... I feel like we're going to stay that way. Maybe maybe Max Wolf will drop another banger, but this is a song that I have not really liked in the first place, so 
Kids Bob covering it does not hurt my feelings. Well, this one is different than the original because the original makes me cringe in certain points. I think the hook and the beat is good, but it makes me cringe at a lot of points. Uh, this makes me cringe the whole way through, and this is also hilarious. Like, this is, like, one of the funniest covers on this. This is, like, the same type of Kids Bob from, like, the uh, Evanescence Wake Me Up Inside cover. It's, like, that version. So, the guitar at the beginning is actually pretty meaty in this Kids Bob version. There is, there's a decent bit of weight to this, and I, I do like that. Um, the, it opens, first thing you hear is that Astro not, but it's like, Astro not, because it's a bunch of like 10 year olds, and I was like, almost busting up laughing in class. The, it's like the funniest thing I've ever heard on this record, until you get to the chorus. But, I mean, there is there is something about a group of children going, What you know about rolling down in the deep? Which is, like, hysterical. Because Mass Wolf has a very deep voice. And his deep voice and the way he delivers it, just the way he says his words in particular, kind of make the whole chorus flow really nicely. And also kind of be, there's a lot of swagger in it. There's a lot of kind of grandiosity in that chorus. It's a very cool sounding chorus, and this version robs it of all of that, and it's just a bunch of children talking about astronauts, and it's hysterical. This is, I mean, this is like, if you want to listen to one song just to laugh at it, this has got to be your pick. Um, they changed the line, the, uh, the original line is, I believe in G-O-D, don't believe in T-H-O-T. They changed it to, I believe in G-O-D, I don't believe in you don't know me, which I would complain makes no sense and defeats the purpose of the original line. But I also think the line, don't believe in T-H-O-T, is one of the worst lyrics of the year, so I don't care. If you, like, spell out the word thought and say, I believe in God, I don't believe in thought... Like, no, 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 no. Um, every group vocal section of this is hysterical, classic, peak comedy, that literally never gets old. Uh, and, you know, I forgot that they, there's the line in here, uh, I'm gonna kill everything like this purge, but they had to censor that, which, I mean, obviously they did, but I kind of forgot that line is in this, because I noticed that they changed the line, I was like, wait, what's the original? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's about killing people. Uh, the fact that every rap bar is handled by a different kid makes this way worse than it has to be. And I get, like, I feel like they should just have one rapper, like, one kid who can actually rap somewhat decent do this because they switch between guys and girls and people noticeably older or younger with different voices for every single line. And it just makes every single verse have no connection especially with rap verses because they're not singing it where there's that melody holding together even when they switch singers no they're saying it and it just none of it holds it feels like everything is each different line and as somebody who's familiar with the original versions of the song making me focus on each individual line and each individual change to the song is probably not a good thing but then again kids bop's not made for me so who cares uh i get why they can't have one rapper is because if they have one rapper then he will become or she will become identifiable and then eventually you know if they decide to part ways with them because they age out or whatever 
it'll be weird. Like, Kids Bop does not have defined band members, so, you know. Um, the line that I've been going right, right around called that Relay, I don't know why, but they put this electronic nasally vocal over, I don't even know if that's a real kid singing that, or if that's just just an adult pitched up to high heaven, but it sounds terrible, and it makes me want to rip my ears out. Um, the, uh, they changed the line, uh, they add in the line, singing in the pool, singing kids bop, because they like to add kids bop into any reference about, like whenever an artist in a song, especially a rap song, ad libs their own name, they'll throw kids bop in, which is really funny. Uh, they do it in this song too, but uh, instead of saying "swimming in the pool," Kendrick Lamar or something like the original one, uh, they cut out the Kendrick reference, which is disrespectful because the Kendrick lef- reference in this song is, you know, Ken- Kendrick deserves his love, man. Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick's doing a lot out here, and "swimming in the pool" singing kids bop is way less fun than. Kendrick Lamar's Swimming Pools, a really good song. But, yeah, once again, them throwing Kids Bob, there's there's a part where he says, it's, it's a very low, like, not even barely noticeable ad-lib where Mask Wolf says his name, but, you know, they gotta throw Kids Bob in there, and it's it's great. You know, that's it's weird because they're still, like, saying things like Kids Bob, or they're putting the word Kids Bob in their songs, which is weird because that's, like, implying that they want to, like, establish this brand pride but like they also don't really because they kind of keep it this whole nameless faceless thing because you never really get to recognize anybody in kids bob i couldn't tell one kid apart well i could tell the kids apart based on voice to voice but like i wasn't like oh that was the kid that sang this part in the last song you know it's not like it's not like that so it's weird all right, so up next after that wonderful disaster, we get Therefore I Am. Uh, this is the last one that is a repeat for the podcast. We talked about this during our Happier Forever review. And I mentioned that with now, actually, with maybe a little retrospective, maybe it's it's close with the title track from that record, Happier Than Ever, for being like my favorite Billie Eilish song of all time. I love Therefore I Am. This song, when this came out back in 2020, I thought this was incredible. It was exactly what I wanted from Billie Eilish, and I am so ready to see how they ruin this. Um, once again, like with the Dua Lipa song, I feel like the beginning's pitched up a little bit, which is strange. Uh, they half attempt Therefore I Am's defining feature, because Therefore I Am, once again, unfortunately for Kids Bop, is a song pretty much entirely defined by its swagger and its mood. There is this dismissiveness to the way Billie Eilish says everything on that song, and there's just this cocky swagger, this just dismissiveness, I said it earlier, to everything going on in the song, and I feel like they half go for it. And regardless, I just, this is another song choice like Montero, I just don't think they were winning this one because it does not work at all, and none of that is here. They are singing a lot of this in a very similar mood or tone of voice to the way they always sing things. And it's just not good because the delivery and Billy's personality is the entire song to me. 
So when they're like, you know, that, that iconic stop, what the hell are you talking about line is so iconic because specifically of just how she says it completely ruined here. Uh, also, the final section of background vocals feel like a complete afterthought. Uh, it's another weak instrumental add to this. So, yeah. Also, the bass player, I think I might have mentioned this somewhere else, but the bass player in this Kids Bop thing is trying way too hard. I'll be real with you. Like, <laughs> this song, they, they, they have a pretty solid sound for the bass line. Pretty much this whole record so far, they've had really solid sounds for our bass lines and a lot of the instrumentation, which is weird. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. So uh, if you're the bass player for Kids Bob, you're doing the Lord's work. Um, shout out to you. All right, so next we got Dynamite by BTS, which is another song I think very much works for Kids Bob. It's a BTS single, yes, but it's all in English. So we don't have to worry about any kids trying to have to learn how to sing in Korean, which would have been a nightmare. Um, my thought on this song is that BTS post-2019 kind of falls off for me. I like things like Mic Drop and Idol and DNA. Dynamite never really did it for me. I feel like it was too kind of one note for me, which, you know, might lend it to some kids bopping. Uh, Re-listening the original and listening to this... Unfortunately, even though I kind of like the bass playing, there is no flair on this production. The production on the original version of Dynamite is very bubbly, it's bouncy, it's fun, it's loud, exciting. It's this big, it's, it's just a good, happy vibe, and there is none of the flair on this new version. It feels way more bare bones in a song that does not need to be more bare bones. Um... This is pretty much the best cover I've heard because Kids Bob is finally playing to their strengths. When they do pop tunes like this, they can pass. Sometimes, you know, on the new songs and some of the things that we've heard recently, they stretch themselves too far. They've always done that, trying to achieve the biggest hits. That's kind of the line, kind of what I've been getting at for a lot of this, is that Kids Bob has to straddle this line of playing the biggest hits but also being able to pick things that work well with their kid-friendly and, and pop-centric style. And when they stick to their style, it goes well. And typically, you know, I'm not a fan of artists sticking to their style, but I mean, it's Kids Bop. But when Kids Bop goes outside of that, that's when you get the really funny moments, especially like back in the 90s and early 2000s when they were doing a lot of rock music that just falls flat on its face. Uh, luckily, they don't have to do a whole lot of lyric changing here, which is great for them. So Dynamite is a good, you know, BTS to Kids Bop. It's a good transition. It works fine. I don't like it better than the original, obviously. And also, you come to the problem of like, okay, this song's already kid-friendly. Why do you need this version then? If Kids Bop is to make things kid-friendly, then why would you pick the kid-friendly songs? So you, you get into this whole complicated thing, which honestly requires more thought than I ever want to give to Kids Bop. Um, but Dynamite goes over fine here. So our final song, uh, scrolling a bit down through the track list, uh, we got Wellerman, parentheses, Sea Shanty, because they do not, uh, they specify the genre for this one, which I get it, I get it, Wellerman was big, I don't know. 
I don't know. Wellerman was big at once, that whole she-shanty thing. But it's not like they do like, oh, this is the new Judas Priest song, Breaking the Law, uh, parentheses, metal. Like, Wellerman is in the title of the song. If you listen to Wellerman, you will know the title of the song. Or you could probably figure it out pretty easily. So I don't know why they felt the need to put the title of the genre in the song, but okay. So it's like, okay, this can work because this is an acapella song at its heart or the, the most popular version. There's the Nathaniel Evan version when Pirate Violin TikTok, there's like the Longest John's version. Those are acapella songs. The Kids Bob singers are good singers. They are competent singers. They can take any song and be able to at least sing it well. They can even go, like, I in previous years they've done things like Panic at the Disco or singers with really crazy range, and they are able to do that. So an acapella song should be right up their alley. But 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 no, they they, they make it a dance remix. They, they made it... They made the sea shanty a dance remix. There's a there is a synthesized accordion on this thing that plays the melody. There there is a synthesized accordion on this thing. And I know this is not the first time that Willerman has been turned into a dance song, but it was a cardinal sin then. It is a cardinal sin now. I don't know why anybody would do this. Um, so. You, I'm listening to this song, you know, they're they're doing the kids' bop thing, and then they get to the chorus, and they sing the chorus as is, including the first line, Soon may the Wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. You're telling me that in the Dua Lipa song, they censor, You want me, I want you, baby, but they let the kids sing about rum. Why? How? I don't. I don't. Do you do you get what I'm saying? Like, why? Why? This does make no sense to me. I'm confused. I'm putting more thought into this. They should. It's like 9:30. I'm sitting in my room alone talking about kids bop. I feel like a psychopath. But like, why would you keep the line about rum? I mean, it would have been funny if they would have replaced it with juice. I would have gotten a good giggle out of that. But I'm now I'm just confused. Why? Also, electronics, the dance remix on these things. This is not interesting electronics either. These are boring, cookie cutter. This whole thing's boring. Um, also, they talk about, you know, they, they keep the song as is, including all the referencing to harpooning whales, which, I mean, maybe this is because this isn't a single, but I don't know why they let them keep that stuff in when they had to change so many little minute things in other songs. I, I don't get it. I my My theory is that each kid's bop, like a lot of the kid's bop songs are written by different people. So like certain people are like, oh, it's okay to have this in. And some people aren't. And as long as it kind of passes, they don't check for internal consistency in a kid's bop record. So with that really bad, confounding sea shanty pirate dance number, we <laughs> we end our little journey into kid's bop. There's a lot of songs on this. There's a, there's a bunch I didn't touch. Uh, Butter by BTS, Peaches by Justin Bieber. There's a bunch of songs I did not touch because uh, I wasn't as familiar with the originals or I just ran out of time. But I hope this gives you kind of a, a little look into what, what's going on in the kids' bop world right about now. I hope you had more fun listening to this than I had listening to this 
album. That was a weird sentence. Um, but to sum up, <laughs> to put this in an outro, even in the sense of kids' bop, so many stylistic choices just baffle me. Some things are censored and changed in one song when others are not really. It just makes no sense. I mean, this album is two hours long, yet when you look at the track list, there's only like, for even for somebody who's been paying attention a lot of the 2022 year and 2021 year, sorry, it's called Kids Bop 22. But for somebody who's paying attention a lot this year, I don't know half these songs. I mean, and you can tell based on the list they picked, they did not go anywhere near the summer or the fall. They call this Kids Bop 22, but this really only goes up to like spring 21. So this just makes no sense. The hits covered, not only are they only from a specific part of the year, they're not even like the best choices. If they would have waited, they could have gotten better choices to kids bop and make something that could fit to their style. But you get a lot of these weird choices like Montero and Wellerman and Astronaut on the Ocean, songs that just don't make sense for kids bop to do. And when they try to do these songs that they would have to censor, just it just goes out of its way and it's weird. I don't, I have not done research into the kids bop lore to figure out why they were originally established. But honestly, personally, I don't know why this exists when clean versions of songs exist. Um, those are honestly your best bet at this point. Uh. So, yeah, this was a weird record because I was expecting to just kind of point and laugh, but there's so many odd stylistic inconsistencies that I I really wish I didn't pay enough attention to to pick up on, but I did. So, I spent way more time in the past two weeks thinking about Kids Bop than any of you ever should. So, hopefully, you got your Kids Bop thinking about done so you can clear this out of your brain and forget about this until I eventually drop another episode because... As much as I make jokes about this, I did kind of enjoy this, and there are a lot of kids' bop classes, uh, classics I want to give their due time under the sun. Um, so, <laughs> this is going to be weird if this is your first episode. So, thank you for listening. Um, a lot of the songs in kids' bop, uh, I have actually reviewed the real versions of their albums. So, if you want, like, more, you know, adult or just non-kids music, you can always check out my reviews of Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, Montero by Lil Nas X, or Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. I also have a bunch of stuff from metal, rock, pop, you name it, we're doing it. Uh, I appreciate all of your guys' support as the podcast continues to grow. I believe next episode, or a few episodes down the line, I will be getting my first guest on the line to talk about one of our favorite meme the guests, favorite records of all time a true electronic classic uh it's gonna be a great time i'm very excited for you guys to hear that so big things are coming in the world of depths of music we're gonna keep growing it's gonna keep being great but for now i'm gonna be unironically well i guess ironically but having kids bop saved in my library for the rest of for the rest of time this will be on my history so taking one for y'all because i love y'all so thank you again for listening uh Leave a nice review, all that stuff, and I'll see you guys next time.